0: listeners out there who are tuning into the disruptive voices of pacific podcast again i just want to thank everyone for their feedback the people who stop me on the streets who tell me they're listening the emails i get your feedback around this podcast is just so helpful and encourages me to keep going and addressing these issues and talking about subjects that uh, we generally don't talk about um, I think there's a word that we need to blow up across the Pacific. That's the word taboo. And I hear it many, many times over and over again. Well, these are taboo issues and we don't talk about them. But what I've realized is when you read the Bible, there are no taboo issues. There are no topics that Jesus does not address. Uh, Every issue he's interested in... um, things that are shameful, things that maybe are embarrassing, but he addresses all types of issues in the Bible. And so nothing in the Bible is off limits and nothing um, should be off limits in what we can discuss around our homes. Yes, there's a place and a time for it, but because we've been quiet and silent, that's allowed too many things to just keep breeding. So... I'm thankful uh, that this podcast can be a place where many courageous people are sharing and speaking, which I love. Now, many of you are aware that I have just released a book, The Disruptive Voices of Pacific Men, that is being sold in different places across Suva. We're trying to get it into Latoka. If you want to know where it's been sold, go to my public Facebook page, Letitia Shelton, and there's some posts on there where I list the stores. You can also buy it online. It's on Amazon.com. It's as an e-book as well for those people overseas and love to read off Kindle. Um, But the feedback has been amazing, and my prayer is that this book will just um, give courage to many men, that it's time. It's time that we speak up. It's time that we get help. Uh, And I'm currently reading another book. It's called She Is Not Your Rehab, written by Matt Brown. He lives in New Zealand. He's a Samoan by birth, but a New Zealand citizen. Um, And he grew up in a highly abusive family, very dysfunctional, exposed to pornography. Just he was abused and raped himself. Um, But later on in life, he realized if he didn't deal with these issues, his life was going to just explode And so he has done the hard work. So this book is really encouraging men um, not to take out your trauma or abuse on the women in your life uh, or not expect the women to save you, um, but to actually do the hard work. And he says, Matt Brown, he says in the book, I know that without a doubt, we each have the power to change abusive and traumatic family narratives and be something different. We can be more than we ever received And this is what I've seen in some of the stories in the Disruptive Voices of Pacific Men. These men have shared their stories. Um, What has happened to them in the past is not determining their future. And and they they are determined that these issues aren't going to carry down to the next generation, to their children, to their grandchildren. And so a few weeks ago, we held a book launch for this book. And a number of the men in the book shared. One was Pastor Boiler. He's well known across Fiji. He runs the youth ministry at CMF Church. And I've been there many times to preach. And I'm just so impressed with the way he leads, his humble servant attitude. But also the fact that on Sunday nights at their church, they are willing to talk about these issues. Um, they they don't cover up on the hard things of life. And I heard him speak earlier in the year when I was there on a panel about um, his story of being conceived through incest and that um – sparked my imagination because he he had a rough start and his family was highly dysfunctional and so he wrote his story it's in the book and he shared on the night at our book launch and so we're just going to play that now so be encouraged that here is a man where his uh, life started off very shaky he was born into uh, a home that uh, was less than perfect but he hasn't allowed that to affect his life his marriage Uh, his children, but he's had to do a lot of hard work. And so we need to do hard work. Um, Pain demands to be felt. And if we don't address the traumatic events in our life, if we keep it hidden, if we keep silent, this pain will manifest uh, through things like anger, abuse, addictions, suicide, violence. Um, And this is why so many men become abusive because they've never dealt with those issues from their past. So again, I want to encourage you, if you are listening to this, male or female, and you realise that you need help because we can't beat these issues on our own. Quite often we need professional counselling. We need to talk to someone. If your church is not a safe space, Lifeline, Fiji, they are fantastic. 1543 is their number. Uh, The Child Helpline in Fiji, 1325. And then Empower Pacific, they also do counseling. I believe it's free counseling, 5626. So this is a time not to continue to hide and continue dysfunctional habits, but it's a time to heal so that Fiji can be a strong nation in which God desires it to be. So enjoy Pastor Boyler's message. It's just about eight minutes long, but it's inspiring. God bless and we'll catch you on another episode in the future.
1: Shelton and your parents, beloved parents, what an honor and privilege to um, to speak briefly at uh, the launch of this uh, wonderful book that we all know that will be a great platform for healing for Pacific men. Uh, when Leticia came to church um, early this year, she, was, um, she had a brief of my story, so she asked me, so I said, yeah, uh, why not? And I thank God that um, um, I can be given that opportunity to be able to be an encouragement to whoever can be touched through these stories. Um, I was uh, born out of incest. My mom just told me the story 48 years later, just last year. She just passed away uh, the 30th of May this year, just about eight weeks ago. But I thank God that she was able to relieve the pain um so she so took me a brief story, maybe uh, a two minute walk through what happened in the room on that night. I just can't so I've packaged that story and I threw it to God. I will never share it with anyone. Uh but it's uh it's the pain that came out of that. Um so um, so I was born into this in the midst of this struggle and um I was good in mathematics in primary school, so I could reconcile what was the difference. But uh, I was uh, not brave enough to be able to question. And the culture was uh, uh, actually of silence, it was shrill, so you just accept the norm, uh, like uh, a normal great Fijian boy would do. So I uh, accepted those and uh, lived a normal life, so I couldn't reconcile why I was calling my dad, Dad, and uh, my other cousin was calling him Boo, uh, grandfather. Uh, And some others would uh, call my mom my name while uh, I'm expecting her to call her auntie because he's my cousin. So there were glaring discrepancies. Um, uh, My mom uh, my dad passed away um, about 25 years ago without telling me the story. So he passed with the secrets. But I thank God that mom was brave enough to be able to to share her own stories. My siblings were surprised and shocked. Literally, for me, uh, I landed out of the street. Yes, literally on the street. Uh, 11 years ago. We were just mucking around here downtown in town. And somebody passed by. And uh, I was standing with my cousin. He made a... a I remarked, and I caught it, my senses caught it, <laughs> and I was smart enough to catch it, and I went home, drilled my cousins, he, want, he wanted to hide it, after a few interrogations, he spilled the beans, but uh, I thank God that I, I was mature enough um, to be able to handle the truth, and I never shared it with anybody, I just took it to the Lord in prayer. And uh, thank God that I was born into the world. And um, whatever the circumstances, that your beginning is not your ending. And, um, and one thing I could uh, thank God for that I was not born an accident. It doesn't matter. Even though I was born out of, the, of that abuse, but I'm not an accident. That God could turn uh, something negative to something that can be a blessing. And I always see myself in the Bible in uh, First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. In two verses, it explains the life of a young man. And I always see myself in that young man's story about Jabez. Um, so the whole Bible only mentioned about this young man in two verses. And it just summarizes it wonderfully. That um, he had a small beginning, but it ended with greatness. He started with dishonor but ended with honor. He started with pain, but he ended with blessing. And, uh, but one thing that was a pivotal point for the change was that he cried out to God. And I could actually put down a whole textbook of the various moments that I knew that God touched me at various points. When I was in primary school, secondary school, tertiary school, various encounters, and I know that the hand of God was upon me all throughout. And my mom told me the story that he wanted, she wanted to abort me. I could have, I could have not been here tonight. I could have never seen the face of the earth. I could have been gone. But I thank God that it was just. I think it was the hand of God all over that. And um, I, I can tell you multiple stories. I can just literally feel the hand of God protecting me in different situations of life, whether it's from my job. From uh, from uh, from girls, yeah, from girls. And I could just sense the hand of God, and I knew that I was earmarked for something special. Doesn't matter how I started, but what matters is how I end. So I've been using this story as a platform to encourage others. It's just a matter of choice. Uh, it doesn't matter as you cry to God, as you choose to cry to God and allow that healing to flow through. That God can use you to be a blessing in whatever way. So um, I'm only given about 7 to 10 minutes. So I'm going to round up this uh, very short story. Uh, my, my family are still um, alive and out of respect for them. I, I, I'm not going into the details with no legal reasons, but just for family unity reasons, right? Hope you understand. Me. So... Um, So basically, uh, out of all this, um, there are 11 of us siblings, 11 of us. We all came from 30 different women. So we all have our issues in trying to reconcile matters. But uh, thank God He's giving us patience and the fruit of the Spirit to be able to deal with multiple things and multiple complications. But uh, that's uh, the thing that God uh, allows us through, that life is real and situations are real, but God can use us through the word of God to have the character to be able to handle multiple complexities and to live a life that honors God and uh, to be a blessing to, to everybody around us. So, my my younger brother, um, some of my family members, uh, actually, with the struggle that we face, and even in my generation, one of us ended up in prison for rape. So, when this... Um, brother of mine went to prison for rape and I also never knew that what the case was going on. One day I opened up the Fiji Times and there it was. Story of rape in my village. It caught my attention because my village was mentioned. But to my greatest surprise and what was shocking was that my younger brother's name is going to prison for rape. And boom, light shines up. He says something is wrong here. Something is not reconciled. And if my father is struggling with this, my aunt is struggling with this, my grandfather struggling with this, and now my generation is getting, getting to a worse stage where we ending up in rape, and I don't know what my next generation would do. We'd probably be involved in illegal sex or whatever. Then I made a decision, if there's anybody I'm gonna be willing to stand up. I will change the storyline. I will f- change the flow. Was born a virgin, and God brought through a wife who was also a virgin. And I'm telling her we are changing the storyline because I made a clear-cut decision that we're gonna change the storyline. So that has been my short story in a few minutes. Thank you so much for the platform. Thank you for the opportunities. God bless you.
0: I see.
1: You. Your suffering, I see
0: the pain beneath that bowl smile. Come out from hiding, the sun is rising, let the islands hear reasonless.